Tonight we look forward to a wonderful evening, even while we try to stay cool in here and stay out of the rain, with our current Miss Adams County Emily and seven of the area's most dynamic young women who are competing for the scholarships and the exciting position of Miss Adams County of 2019. Now the contestants this evening have chosen to accessorize their queen t-shirts in a way that represents all of their dynamic personalities. So we would like for you to watch carefully as they introduce themselves now and see if you can choose which one might be Miss Adams County of 2019. Steiner, contestant number one, and I'm proudly sponsored by Stroud Farms. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am contestant number two, Clary Anderson, and I am proudly sponsored by Wabash Valley Golf Course. and I'm proudly sponsored by a famous monster pizza and I'm contestant number three. Hi everyone, I'm contestant number four, Carrington Boltemeyer, and I'm proudly sponsored by Decatur Dental Services. Good evening, I'm Courtney Lauder, contestant number five, and tonight I'm proudly sponsored by Lauder Farms Incorporated. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for waiting out that gnarly storm. I am contestant number six tonight, a lady news bomb, and I am proudly sponsored by Summer Farms. Contestant number seven, and tonight I'm proudly sponsored by Smith Veterinarian. group of young women we have tonight. We're looking forward to an exciting evening which will end with the announcement of a new Miss Adams County. As a role model for women, Miss Adams County has to be well-spoken. 
She has to be committed to our county and state and also dedicated to making a difference in the lives of others. Throughout the year, I enjoyed meeting people across the county, participating in fairs, festivals, and parades, and also participating in the Indiana State Fair. Well, Emily, seven exceptional women have come here tonight to the competition vying for the exciting uh, position of Miss Adams County, and what a tough choice it's going to be. Earlier today, each contestant had a private interview with the judges at the Monroe Fire Department, and that interview counted for 50% of their score. Their speech was also judged privately, and that makes up an additional 10%. The remaining phases of competition will include evening wear, which will count 20% this evening. Business wear is 15%, and the on-stage question will be 5%. The prepared speech competition is designed to see how well the contestant can represent her community as well as convey her thoughts in a prepared speech. The contestant's sense of confidence and presence, as well as her drive, energy, charism, and composure are to be likewise considered. It was exciting to be able to present my speech on stage at the Indiana State Fair Queen Pageant this winter. Our judges heard each girl's speech earlier today in a one-on-one -on -one setting, and the audience will be able to hear recorded versions of these speeches later in the evening. Speaking of the judges, there are three volunteers here tonight who have had quite the difficult job. While the contestants are changing into their professional wear, let's meet the judges making the decision of Miss Adams County 2019. Our first judge is Leanne Smith. Leanne and her husband Chris are originally from Howard County and are now official Huntington County residents. She has passed served on the Miami County 4-H Board for 15 years as the Secretary of the Board, Pageant Committee, Program Committee Chairman, and was the Director of the Little Miss, Mr. Miami County, and the Talent Show for 10 years. This is Leanne's 14th year as a 4-H Project and Pageant Judge in many surrounding counties in Central and Northeast Indiana. She and her husband are the Directors of the Wildcat Valley Cloggers in Kokomo, Indiana. She is very active in their church. Leanne is the church secretary, and she and Chris play guitars with the praise team. They have three daughters, one son, and seven grandchildren, with one grandchild on the way. One of her favorite memories of the fair is her youngest daughter, serving as Miss Miami County in 2007. Leanne is a member of the Sigma Eta Sorority, the Roanoke Fall Festival Board Secretary, Treasurer, and loves to travel. She also would like to send good luck and wish, wish all of the Whitley County Forge members for a great fair. Our second judge is John Hillegas. He has been associated with the Whitley County 4-H Scholarship Pageant for 25 years. Five of those years, he co-directed the pageant with his daughter, Danielle. He has judged numerous county and town pageants, as well as judging many achievement awards in Whitley County. He has previously served on the Whitley County Fan Board for six years and 4-H Council for 12 years. John participated in 4-H for 10 years and was also a 4-H leader for five years. John and his wife coach area pageant contestants and are parents of a daughter, Danielle, which is a former Miss Whitley County and Miss Classic County of Auburn, and also have a son named Kyle and are grandparents to five grandchildren. Our final judge is Danielle Giocaris. 
She is a proud member of four kids and is fortunate enough to work from home for Johnson & Johnson, where she teaches exercise and nutrition training. Danielle is a graduate of Purdue University and 10-year 4-H member and a very long time ago was also Miss Whitley County. Danielle enjoys spending time with her husband and kids, working out, and supporting her kids in 4-H and being outside. Danielle has judged many pageants and enjoys watching girls grow into beautiful, accomplished women. Let's give a round of applause to our judges. We also can't forget to thank the sponsors for our event this evening. Earlier tonight, you heard each of the girls thank their own personal sponsor, but we would also like to thank the following. Salon 27, Richard's Jewelry, Icorn Jewelry, Opal and Ivy, Edelweiss, TNN Nail and Deluxe Nails, Ray and Sprays, Oak Room, Olivia Ray Photography, Nora Gray, Cakes by Katie, The Layman Feed Mill, Nathan and Jessica Lehman, and Jason and Tanya Nussbaum for the use of their camper tonight. Now it's time for the business wear competition, which accounts for 20%. In this phase, judges will be looking for each contestant's posture, poise, and stage presence. In addition, judges take into account the fashion choice and fit of the outfit as professional wear and overall impression. As professional wear continues to change in the fashion industry, so does this portion of the competition. Whether it's a sheath dress, a pantsuit, or a skirt and jacket, judges are looking for individuality, yet a professional look for today's women. Let's begin now. Please welcome to the stage contestant number one, Maddie Steiner. Maddie is the daughter of Brian and Susie Steiner. She is a graduate of Adams Central High School and is currently enrolled at Wilmington College. Maddie's career ambition is to major in agribusiness and minor in psychology, where she plans to pursue a career as a loan officer at a financial institution. Maddie believes this job will allow her to connect with her community and serve agriculture. She is a Collegiate Farm Bureau member, a DTS Little Sis, Greek Council representative, and FFA and 4-H Collegiate member. Maddie's involved in volunteering for Relay for Life, Kids Night Out, Community Trick or Treat, and Princess Parties, and also helping out with the show ring for cattle and pigs. One interesting fact about Maddie is that she was in the top 15 at State Fair for Fashion Review two years in a row. Contestant number two, Clary Anderson, would you make your way to the stage? Clary is the daughter of Don and Tori Anderson. She is a graduate of Adams Central High School and she currently attends the University of Indianapolis. Her career goal is to become a criminal lawyer and eventually enter politics. Clary is involved in swing choir, musical, history club, yearbook, sunshine society, girls golf, wrestling. She is the wrestling manager, softball and volleyball. She enjoys volunteering through 4-H serving as a 4-H camp counselor, and being in junior leaders, and she waitresses at Pizza King. She has also been a 4-H ambassador, a royal ambassador, and the girls' golf MVP. Now, one interesting fact about Claire is that she has traveled abroad, and she plans to travel more in her future. Can 
contestant number three, Caitlin Bard. Katie is a member of Belmont High School. Her parents are Seth Bard and Esther Pope. Her career ambition is to be a paramedic. She is a member of Belmont Early College, National Honor Society, Students Against Destructive Decisions, Sunshine Society, Best Buddies Program, and is also a varsity cheerleader. She runs lyrics and helps in children's ministry at church, Decatur Farmers Market, and also numerous volunteer opportunities for NHS. One interesting fact about Katie is that even though she's lactose intolerant, she eats more ice cream than the average person. Now we have contestant number four, Ms. Carrington Boldemeyer. Carrington is the daughter of Corbin and Lisa Boltemeyer. She's a graduate of Belmont High School and she is looking forward to attending IU Bloomington. Her career ambition is to become a woman's health nurse. She is involved in National Honor Society, Student Athletic Leadership Team, Students Against Destructive Decisions, Varsity Soccer, Varsity Tennis, human occupation education, and is a 10-year 4-H member. She volunteers through the National Honor Society involvement with tennis lessons, with soccer lessons, nursing home volunteer, soccer referee. She's also the Safety Park Tooth Fairy, the Calathumpian Parade, and Give Kids a Smile Day volunteer. Now, one interesting fact about Carrington is that she has one ear like her mom's and one ear like her dad's. Thank you, Carrington. Contestant number five, Courtney Lauder. Courtney is the daughter of Todd and Jody Lauder. She is a graduate of Adams Central High School and a sophomore at Purdue University. Courtney's career ambition is to open a non-for-profit organization for underprivileged and at-risk youth. She is active in Purdue University's College Mentor for Kids, where she serves as a mentor and a general manager. She's also involved in Human Development and Family Studies Club and Human Development and Family Studies Incoming Student Mentor. Courtney is a former 10-year 4-H member and is currently involved in St. Luke Church Praise Band, Hobie, Indiana, and House 114. Courtney has also been a part of the Purdue University's Dean's List and Semester Honors. Now, one interesting fact about Courtney is that she showed cattle in 4-H for 10 years, and every heifer, starter calf, and steer was named after a Disney character. Thank you, Courtney. Contestant number six is Elena Nussbaum. Elena is a senior at Adams Central High School. Her career ambition is to become a pediatric neonatal nurse practitioner. Elena enjoys reading any kind of book and hanging out with her family, spending quality time with the residents at Swiss Village, and working with her 4-H steer. Elena enjoys 4-H volunteering at the Clayton Shuck Memorial Sheep Show, the National Honor Society, NHS, and working at the Community Food Bank. Now, one interesting fact about Elena is that she has EDS, which is Ehlers-Danslow's Syndrome, and that allows her to pop all of her joints out of socket. Thank you, Elena. Contestant number seven, Caitlin Stiltner. 
Katie is the daughter of Bruce and Marilyn Stiltner. Katie graduated from South Adams High School and plans to attend IU Fort Wayne. Her career ambition is to become a certified nursing midwife. Katie is involved in cheer, golf, National Honor Society, Students Against Destructive Decisions, and Student Council. She was a member of Girl Scouts and volunteers at Raz and Jazz and Campus Life. One interesting fact about Katie is that she would like to visit 50 states before she turns 50 years old. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. Now that concludes tonight's professional wear, and they've all been super. They say once a queen, always a queen. Miss Adams County has had a little bit of a different history throughout the years, starting out as the 4-H King and Queen Contest, and for the past 10 years, crowning an official Miss Adams County to represent the fair at the Indiana State Fair Queen Pageant. It is not a requirement to be the 4-H Miss Adams County, to be in 4-H, but however, the winner must be actively involved in community service. Now, we've even had many former 4-H ambassadors go on to win Miss Adams County. And at this time, we would like to ask any former Miss Adams Counties or 4-H Queens who have represented Adams County at the Indiana State Fair Queen Pageant to please stand. Do we have anyone here? Thank you, I see them. Thank you. We'd also like to honor the anniversary year, so if you're here and you hear your name, please stand. Our five-year anniversary queen is Carly Myers, which is backstage. Ten years is Carly Manley Rediger. Our 15-year queen is Julie Bright Beer. And our 20-year queen is Miss Elizabeth Adams Freakty. Okay, Emily, now let's talk about your experience at the Indiana State Fair. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> the State Fair Queen Pageant was held this January. Um, it's located in India, if none of you know. Um, so I think the State Fair was probably one of um, my favorite memories being the queen this year. And it was a three-day stay. I roomed with 11 other girls, which was... Better, I don't know. It was <laughs> it was very fun. Um, so I competed amongst 84 other county queens while we were all competing for the same title as Miss Indiana State Fair. Uh, this was a very eye-opening experience for me. Um, that's I definitely stepped out of my comfort zone and met a lot of new people who are now some of my closest friends. Um, it was definitely very nerve-wracking, but it was very helpful because our county pageant is very similar to the state level, which I appreciated a lot. So it was a lot of rehearsing and just practicing the same thing, so I was ready for the state level. Um, but they set up our pageant, so Friday night we did our interviews, and then Saturday um, we did our on-stage stuff and walked out in our evening gowns and our business wear. Um, and then Sunday, the top contestants were announced. So it was an all-day, all-weekend event. So it was very fun. 
but um, every day there was always something to look forward to. But I think my favorite part about being there was being able to represent our county and meet all the other county queens that had similar interests. Um, but overall, it was a great experience and I'm very thankful that I got the opportunity. Thanks, Sam. Uh, one of our greatest memories as the Adams County Queen will always be the friends that we make with the other county queens across the state. And at this time, I would like to see if we have any guest queens in attendance tonight. And if they are, we would like to have them stand. I think we've covered it most of, I see one. Thank you very much. Thank you. waiting to see if we needed to fill in with some entertainment or not. But the girls are ready to go, so here we go. Our next competition is the Elegant Evening Wear that is designed for the contestant to make an onstage statement of her compelling charm, her presence, and her personality. Further, her beauty, her sense of style, composure, and allure must be projected across the footlights. The evening wear should complement both the young woman's individual style and personality expressed in her total look. Uh, as we said before, the evening wear is worth 20% of their total points. Each contestant also will be asked an impromptu question at the end of her modeling, which is also judged. Our onstage questions were polled by the community by the way of Miss Adams County Facebook page on Saturday. So please be sure to follow Miss Adams County and her adventures on Facebook and Instagram. Our evening wear competition is about to begin. All right, contestant number one, Maddie Steiner. Maddie describes herself as hardworking, conscientious, and honest. She aspires to reach the goals that she dreams of achieving and raising a close-knit family in Adams County. Maddie wants to be Miss Adams County because of all the wonderful opportunities it provides. She looks forward to meeting new people, self-growth, and becoming a leader in our community. Maddie states, I want to be Miss Adams County because I want to become a role model to all the girls, showing them that through hard work and dedication, anything is possible. If I were to become Miss Adams County 2019, it would open a door of opportunities that would take me to great places. Maddie, if you could please come draw your onstage question. wants to know, how do you demonstrate leadership within your community? I demonstrate leadership within the community by being um, actively participating in different organizations and volunteering with local organizations as well and being a great role model to the youth. 
next contestant is number two, Clary Anderson. Clary is ambitious and down to earth and passionate. Her ambition is to make this world a brighter place by positively impacting everyone and everything that she can and to see a greener tomorrow for her children and grandchildren. When asked why she wants to be Miss Adams County, Clary says, the community Adams County has greatly shaped me into the person I am today. It is such an unbelievably amazing support system in this county and all the help that I have received in the past years. I've now come to this crossroads and everything that I have done is now ending. I would like to have this opportunity to give back to a community that has given me so much love and support that I want to hand it, the gift right back to them. Clary, come get your question. What's the best advice you have been given and why? The best advice I have been given is to always be true to yourself. And I think that's something that my family has always taught me. Always be proud of who you are and no matter where you are or where you're going, just stay true to yourself and stay true to your colors. Contestant number three, Caitlin Barn. Katie is outgoing, hardworking, and caring. Her ambition is to live her life happily with ambition and make it so that it benefits what she can achieve. She doesn't follow anyone's choice making and creates her own story. Katie is proud of the numerous premiums, reserve, and grand champions in 4-H. When Katie was a young child, she never wanted to take a chance and step out of her comfort zone because she was too afraid of what others would think of her. Being Miss Adams County would help her teach young girls that it's okay to be different, that it's okay to be unique. Katie wants to be Miss Adams County so she can empower these girls to not be afraid of judgment or ridicule, and that at the end of the day, it only makes them stronger. Katie, please come draw your onstage question. Katie, if crowned Miss Adams County, how would you plan to utilize your title? I would go out into the community and get uh, raise awareness for young girls who can't um, speak up for themselves and um, really encourage and empower everyone to just make a difference. Contestant number four is Miss Carrington Boldemeyer. There are three words to describe Carrington. They are caring, humble, and dedicated. She is proud of her awards and accomplishments that include top health occupation education student, the academic all-state honorable mention in soccer and tennis, the Sarah Story Memorial Scholarship, 
the Earl and Alta May Scholarship. Her ambition in life is to help as many women as possible that may be dealing with similar health issues that she has dealt with. She would like to be Miss Adams County because she wants to become a role model for the young girls in our community. Carrington, come get your question. Carrington, the audience wants to know, would you rather be liked or respected? I would rather be respected in life because you always know that there won't be any, there won't, there will be people who don't like you, but it depends who you are as a person, if they respect you or not. Contestant number five, Courtney Lauder. Courtney describes herself as humble, charismatic, and outgoing. Her ambition in life is to empower and work with underprivileged youth, women, and children. When asked why Courtney wants to be Miss Adams County, she states, Being Miss Adams County is a dream that I've had since I was a little girl. It's not about the sash or the crown, but the platform that I would have to speak life and shower love onto people in this amazing community. Adams County is a place where I someday hope to return to raise my children, and I hope to do everything in my ability to keep it great for the individuals being raised here presently. Courtney, come please, <laughs> come draw your final question. to leave on your community? One impact that I hope to leave on this awesome community is that even though we're extremely close-knit community, our county isn't perfect. So I really would like to just encourage other people to search out individuals that may not have um, the perfect life right now, whether it's emotionally, physically, or social-emotionally, um, and to really just better people by being personal with them. That brings us to contestant number six, Elena Nussbaum. <clears throat> Elena is funny, she's ambitious and caring. She is most proud of the fact that she was, in, was one of the youngest people to be in the round robin for livestock showmanship. Elena's ambition in life is to become a pediatric neonatal nurse practitioner and help the children of the community because of how the community and nurses have helped her when she was a sick child. Elena wants to be Miss Adams County because she believes that she is the best person to represent our amazing county at the state level. She also believes that she can make a real change happen in the county for the better and be an amazing role model for the younger girls of this community. Thank you, Elena, and come get your question. Elena, 
are you a positive role model in the community? I believe that I'm a positive role model to our community because I know what is right and what is wrong and I have leadership roles in my community as being one of the older people in my livestock judging team and I can guide them through their new experiences. Thank you. Contestant number seven, Caitlin Stiltner. Three words to describe Katie are insightful, nurturing, and principled. Katie was Little Miss Swiss Days in 2011 and has won many national awards through dance. Katie's ambition in life is to help and care for others while following the light of God. Katie is vying for Miss Adams County because she wants to inspire younger women to reach their goals and set an example as a role model in our community. Katie, please come draw your final question. Katie, the audience wants to know, what's your favorite inspirational quote and why? My, in, my favorite inspirational quote would actually be by Miss Susie Fueling. She, she was my dance teacher when I was three years old, and she taught me to keep going. Sometimes I would stop in the middle of the dance, and she would be like, keep on going, keep on going. So she has taught me a lot from the beginning of just a very little age, and I want to thank her for everything. <laughs> well, thank you, Katie, and you are welcome. I'm glad I told you to keep on going. <laughs> that concludes the judges' uh, portion of the evening uh, for the gowns, and while the judges are deliberating, we are going to get to hear each girl's pre-recorded speech that they did today when they came out on this when they, as they come out on the stage for one final time tonight. So we're going to bring out contestant number one, Maddie Steiner. had a farm, but what about the young, fierce, passionate, hardworking McDonald, who isn't afraid isn't afraid to rise before the sun to feed the animals and isn't ashamed to go to town with the dirt under her nails? What about her? Over the years, roles on the farm have transitioned. Now there are more female farmers than ever before. These women are running international agricultural companies and producing enough food to feed America. You can also find them volunteering at their community food banks and local 4-H clubs. Women in Ag feed around 159 people in the U.S. yearly. With this big of an impact on the agricultural community, why wouldn't I want to be part of something like this? This is why I've decided to continue my education in agriculture, hoping to leave my mark on the overarching goal of feeding the growing population. So next time you hear the recognizable E-I-E-I-O, don't forget about the female on the farm.
Contestant number two, Miss Clary Anderson. I have recently come into hard times where I have found a lot of new perspective. My great aunt is currently battling state spread wide, widespread cancer despite beating breast cancer in previous years. However, throughout her time of struggle, she has maintained a positive outlook. This inspires me. Often when we reach obstacles in our life, we begin to ask why, in the train of negative thinking, self-loathing, and losing our faith. As I come to critical years in my own life, how will I face disappointment, failures, and heartache? I have a choice. I choose to think of that wonderful, loving, and graceful example my great aunt has lived by. I choose to face life's trials and triumphs with a full heart and positive attitude. I choose to embrace hard times and to be the light of others. I choose to inspire. So how will you and your actions inspire others? Perfection. One word, ten letters, thousands of depressed teenage girls. Growing up, I thought perfection was getting 100% on a test. What I didn't know is perfection is only about how I make myself feel. This short, ten-letter word steals our beauty by making us feel we have to mask our imperfection. Everyone around here has judged someone today and every day, whether we realize it or not. This is why we feel as a society we have to look perfect. It wasn't until this past year I realized how unhappy I was. I thought because I didn't have the best grades and it wasn't at the top of my class, I was letting my parents down. It wasn't until I looked at myself and the people around and realized I was making them all so proud. Remember to always love yourself for who you are. You are perfect and you are the best version of yourself that will ever walk this earth. You are the most perfect version of yourself that will be here today. Thank you, Katie. What if tomorrow never comes? This is the question I want you to think about. Roughly three years ago, my brother was involved in a wrestling accident that left him with fractured vertebrae and shortly paralyzed. This accident also left me thinking about all of the pointless arguments we ever had and wondering if our lives would ever be normal again. When my brother was finally able to converse with my family and take his first steps after the accident, that was the day I promised myself I will live every day as if it were my last and treat everyone with respect because you never know if or when you will see that person again. So what if tomorrow never comes? Will you regret the relationships you let slip or the opportunities you let pass by? Or will you look back and be overwhelmed with satisfaction? Now I won't paint a perfect picture that implies my brother and I don't fight anymore because trust me, we do. And although this is all God's plan, what can you do to be sure you have lived a life worth living? Thank you, Carrington. That brings us to contestant number five, Courtney. What makes a great leader? Courtney is it the way they can speak in front of a crowd, or maybe it's the way they can lead a team? Personally, I don't think it's either one. I believe the foundation of a great leader has been built by those who once led and mentored them. And that is why I chose to become part of Purdue University's College Mentors for Kids chapter and spend every Tuesday and Thursday evening striving to bless these kids more than they bless me. The first day I met my little buddy, she told me that nobody wants to be friends with the girl who speaks two languages, so she tries to not say much. 
However, almost a year later, that same little girl hardly leaves a moment of silence in the three hours we're together each week. The best part about being a mentor, though, is that it doesn't have to be through an organization. There's no criteria or manual for who can become a mentor. It's not complicated, it's not hard, it's just intentional. Because being a mentor doesn't mean you have the answer to all of life's problems, but it means being there in the midst of them. Thank you, Courtney. by pulling it backward. So when life is dragging you back with difficulties, it means it's gonna launch you into something great. So just focus and keep aiming. Throughout my life, I've been aiming towards a goal, a goal of a life free of pain and full of happiness. But many times I felt as if I took one step forward and then 10 more back. And no matter how hard I tried, I made no progress. After many years, the doctors had no clue how to fix my migraines and even found more wrong with me. In the ninth grade, me and my family were told I had postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome and also Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. After missing 120 days of my freshman year, enough was enough, so my parents decided to send me to a migraine specialist in Chicago. This changed my life. Now, at the end of my junior year, I've only missed six days of school, and I'm practically migraine-free. I will forever be grateful for Dr. Torpy and his wisdom in letting my arrow fly. Thank you, Elena. their own thoughts and personalities. Well, now it's time to say goodbye to our reigning queen, Miss Adams County of 2018, Miss Emily Bloom. to say that none of this would have been possible without the help of my amazing friends and family and most importantly I want to give a huge shout out to my mom and dad as they were my support system through it all whether we were dress shopping traveling or rehearsing speeches they were the ones that made everything possible so thank you mom and dad for everything you guys do for me and always pushing me to be the best version of myself not only in this past year but every single day 
This past year has been a complete roller coaster with traveling back and forth to school for events to represent our wonderful county, and I've had so many amazing experiences and made so many incredible memories that I will forever treasure in my heart. Getting to represent Adams County was one of the most honorable positions I have and will ever hold. When I was getting involved in this program a year ago, I knew how great our community was, but I never realized how much being Miss Adams County would impact my life. I've met so many wonderful people throughout my experiences and gained so many new relationships that I will continue to build on the rest of my life. Whether that was through setting up events through the Chamber of Commerce, passing out candy to trick-or-treaters, riding through numerous parades, or competing at the Indiana State Fair Queen pageant, I've had quite the journey this past year. If you were to ask me what my favorite part of being Miss Adams County was, I'd have to say the State Fair. Not only did I get to compete against 84 other amazing women and represent our county, but I got to walk around the fair on Queen's Day, taste test all the incredible fair food, and even ride through the parade. The Indiana State Fair was quite the experience, and the girls that I got the chance to meet over our three-day stay in the dorms made it even better. As Miss Adams County, I was always pushed to step out of my comfort zone, and I grew as an individual, all while gaining a deeper appreciation for my community. I was always the soft-spoken girl in class that never wanted to answer any questions out loud because I was afraid of the judgment and embarrassment of being wrong. Competing in this pageant a year ago and represent our county has given me opportunities and forced me to step out of my little box, and now I am more confident and outspoken than I ever was. Even though I was begged to participate in this pageant for years now, I am glad to say that it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. I encourage everyone that may be in the audience tonight of any age not looking at not only myself, but the other seven contestants to not let your comfort zone prevent you from adapting to change. Even though you may not be the most outgoing or the most graceful or even the most popular, Miss Adams County is much more than that. As Miss Adams County, you are not only representing our community as a whole, but you're a role model for girls, for all girls and young women. It is my hope that the next queen will live her year to the fullest and soak in every moment of her reign that she can because it will go faster than you think. Being Miss Adams County this past year completely opened my eyes to new experiences and new opportunities. Growing up in a small town with such a close-knit community has made me appreciate the little things that were given in life that sometimes we take for granted. Even though we are crowning a new Miss Adams County tonight doesn't mean I will forget what I stood for and what I will continue to stand for as I continue my journey through life. I am honored to say that I am part of such an amazing community and I am so thankful I got the opportunity to represent Adams County. This has been such an incredible experience and I am truly blessed to be part of such an unparalleled community. Adams County, you will forever hold a special place in my heart. Thanks, Sam. We would like for you to take your final walk as Miss Adams County. will go on to compete in the Miss Indiana State Fair 2019 competition in January at the Indiana State Fairgrounds.
where many more memories, friends, and opportunities will be made available for them. Well, we sure have seen a lot of talent and exciting competition tonight. So have you guys picked your winner yet? I've got one picked. It appears that our auditors have already tabulated. The judges' scores are in and we are ready. So let's bring our girls out one final time while we get our decision. Now, everybody take a deep breath. We have the decision that we have been waiting for. We have a People's Choice Award winner. This was determined by a combination of Facebook likes, shares, and monetary donations. So tonight, our People's Choice Award goes to Carrington Boltemeyer. Our next award is a Miss Congeniality Award. Now this is voted on by the other contestants. It's the girl who is the friendliest and the most helpful in the pageant to all the others. And this award is for Caitlin Bard.
Good job. Now we have second runner-up and first runner-up. Our second runner-up for Miss Adams County is Carrington Boldemeyer, number four. walk the runway and she's walking to the music of her choice. Congratulations to our winner, Courtney Lauder. We don't want you to forget to come see Courtney at the Indiana State Fair competition being held in Indianapolis in January. As she takes her final walk, We thank you all for being here tonight. Good night and have a safe trip home and take all the pictures you want. Thank you.